Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of No More Chaos with Kat and Morgan. I'm Kat. And I'm Morgan. And we're the founders of accessories brand See Clear. It is our first episode <laughs> back for 2024. How are we're you, back. Morgan? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm exhausted and hungover. I feel like the week that I've just had should have been the first week of, of holidays. Of holidays. Yeah. Because now I go back to full, full on work tomorrow and I feel like I need a holiday. <laughs> Normally it's me that's hungover, so I'm really proud. I'm but exhausted. Did you miss me? Because you haven't seen me since I saw you. Thursday. No, I don't I don't really miss people. I know it's really annoying. What's that a miss? My personality. You're on fucking WhatsApp all the time. Yeah. But like, you don't give me a chance to miss you. <laughs> the girlies went out without me. <laughs> well, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a big day. Yeah. Yeah. That was I've, for I've literally seen you like three days in a row this week. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm like, did you miss and me? And we went to Kayama together. I know. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I try to get affection out of her at all times and she just won't allow it. No. Unless she's really, really drunk. I should have called you last night. I wasn't that drunk when I got home. I'd sober up. <laughs> so she's like, no, wasn't going to give it to you. <laughs> How's the other night when you left your birthday dinner? And there's the guys, there's three of us standing there. It's Brit, myself and Pat and then Kat. And Kat's like, bye guys, hugs them and then looks at me and she's like, bye. It's awkward. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. We'll work on maybe that. if you don't ask for it all the time, then maybe I'd be that, inclined. Yeah, oh, whatever. Who Do you knows? hug your family every time you see no, them? No, that's not at weird. All. You that's should. Weird. If you go to your mum's, nah, I just walk in, go straight to the fridge. What? Like, hey, and then go straight to the fridge. You walk in, say hi. You don't go over and kiss on the cheek. No, nah, it's like a walk past. Hey, <laughs> do you have any food? <laughs> that's so weird. My mum and dad walked me to my car this morning and both hugged and kissed me and said, Never. love you. And I was like, love you. But maybe that's because you live on the... Oh, that's true. Like, I live 15 minutes away from them. Yeah, that's true. That's maybe true. Maybe that's why. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, how was your break? Did you enjoy yourself? Loved the break. Great. This is the first time I feel we both switched off. Yeah, my laptop was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where the charger was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so good. I went home to the coast for a week, for the Christmas week. A lot on, but like didn't do much like didn't really do my makeup or anything like didn't do much okay and then we went away yeah we and got hammered to, yeah we went to my little brother's wedding in Kayama banging wedding yeah it was it was actually a really fun wedding yeah it was, I was great I was literally smack bang in the middle of their family table and the yeah I actually still don't know why you, you were invited I don't know either but <laughs> I'm so happy because I had the best time <laughs> like when Bree said what's Morgan's email I said for what and she goes the wedding invite I said is she invited yeah she goes yeah I feel like she's like done you know she's always around I am always around and I'm like oh that's so nice <laughs> and then Stephen was like oh you're not invited to mine oh my god he goes oh I feel bad I didn't invite you to mine and I was like yeah that's fine I'm going to one. Oh, that's funny yeah it was good that was so fun yeah I had a great break though so much so that you were like we've sold out of the small clear cosmetic cases and I was like have we yeah I, was like, I haven't even looked at an name I don't know no. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what's happening ever we there. needed we both needed to do that though because I think we we're both running on zero last year yeah it was a great end. eight break it's good to be back for podcast it's all mm. happening stunning so let's get into it. Calm and chaos of the week. Calm and chaos. Calm is actually getting back into a routine. So I went back to work my full-time job last Thursday and I actually liked the routine of it because I was getting a little bit like I was 
drinking way too much, mm-hmm. I would say. So that routine's really nice. And then the chaos, I feel like we went straight back into, came back to Sydney after the recovery of your brother's wedding. We had two birthday dinners, then I drove to the coast, had a 90th, and now I'm here. Mm. So that's the chaos. We're back to the chaos okay. of the scheduling. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Chaos for me would probably be the wedding because of the bridal parties. Yes. It's just like a lot happening. And then calm. I don't really think I've had calm this week. At all. Well, not really because it's like wedding, yeah, then no. dinner, another dinner. <laughs> then I had a break but like my mum came over and like we had dinner at Mitch's so it wasn't really a break. Then I went out yesterday. I don't think I've had <laughs> You don't calm. have. Maybe tonight. Self-care tonight. I think, yeah. Before the week starts tomorrow. You going to the gym? Yeah, I got Pilates booked at 6am. There you go. She's ready to go, guys. She's back 5 in. 5am, let's go. Yeah. Sunrise alarm. It's all happening. Wait, just quickly. The other day, woke up. I was going to say it was New Year's Day, but it wasn't. It was the day after the wedding. So. No, so like the day the after third? the wedding, we get home. We were absolutely like Sloshed. gone. Like bad. Like Morgan was dropping Thai food all over the bed. Like <laughs> we were so drunk. And she goes, I'm going to set an alarm. And I said, for what? And she goes, you know, to go for a swim. I'm like, we're not setting a fucking alarm for tomorrow. Like there will be no alarm setting <laughs> done. But. Like I think I was still drunk when I woke up. Yeah, I didn't. You didn't sleep because I rolled over and I like opened my eyes and there's Kat laying there staring at me ready to go. I was like, shit. Okay. Hi. <laughs> I think I was still, I think I was still intoxicated. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no alarms. Anyway. Let's get into today's discussion. So we thought that we would touch on a 2023 reflection of the business. Then we thought we would talk about our 2024 goals for the year with C-Clear. So Morgan, if we're going to reflect on 2023, how would you say it went for C-Clear? It went really well. I feel like we had a huge growth period in a sense of like learning what the consumer wanted, how to keep up with it, what we really need to focus on timing like just it was just chaos there was also do you know what there was also a few things I don't want to say missed opportunity but there's a few things that I've realized we're on the pulse for but we weren't quick enough for so I'm like this year I really want to focus on uh, thinking about following our guts way more yeah I think 2023 I mean it didn't grow in terms of sales like I don't think sales wise it was a growth year because I think that It was a year where we were having to like catch up on a lot of things. Like there were things that we did really great, but then there were things where we either weren't organized, we weren't prepared, we missed opportunities. That also comes down to the fact that we're also so busy with our full-time jobs. Mm. I think that it was a year of, it was sort of like a restart year in a way because we didn't have the inventory, we're out of stock for six months well, I was having to learn how to communicate with the factory. I was having to learn how that all went down. We were having cash flow issues. The economy was fucking balls up. But don't you think that's what the growth is about learning? Not necessarily financial is what I'm like. We learned so much. Yeah. Do I think it was, do I, th- do I think it was a growth? Maybe. Like, I mean, I wouldn't associate that word. Really? Why? I think growth is like a positive I didn't see 2023 as a positive. No, because it was the hardest thing. Not necessarily, but I think growth is knowing like what we need to be doing, knowing what we need to focus on, like knowing all of those other aspects. That's growth because then this year it's like, okay, this is what we're doing. This is what we're focusing on. Sure. Maybe at the end of 2024 I'll think it's growth. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah. I think 2023 was a lot of cleaning up. 
That's what it felt uh, like. I felt okay, like 2023 yeah. was a lot of clean, like mess that had to be cleaned up. It was a lot of relationships that had to be severed. Yeah. It was a lot of relationships that then had to be built or rebuilt. Mm. I just felt like 2023 was like just like constant cleaning up. Yeah, that's true. That's and then true. now I feel like we've cleaned everything up to the mm. best of our ability and now it's like 2024 when now we've now made the space to build and grow. Yeah. That's yeah. how it feels to me. Yeah. But like we can have a different opinion. No, totally. Different viewpoints. Absolutely. So yeah, I think I think that was 2023. It was still a good year. Like mm. it wasn't like, mm. oh my God, that was the worst year of our lives. It was just a lot of definitely felt like it at some point in the in it. Yeah. But it was just like a tough, hard, challenging year. Correct. Correct. So but I just feel like I've, I feel like I've learned so much from it that it doesn't, it's not as daunting to me anymore. That's good. Yeah. So you Which built is the growth, some, like, like internal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's how I feel about me, not necessarily business. If that makes sense. Because <laughs> oh, I see the cash flow. The, we're talking about the business. No, no, no. I we're know. We're talking about our personal. No, I mean as in like <laughs> me as a business owner, you idiot. I mean as in like growth, like I'm not, it's nothing is scary because there's a few, you know, we had to have some tough discussions last year mm. and they were like the first tough hard ones we've had mm-hmm. and for me now I'm like oh yeah cool like we can okay. have those we can move past those we can get through things now I'm like oh I'm just ready to go okay great. I didn't feel like I'm ready to go last year yeah I agree Do you know what I mean I can't even remember the beginning of last year we we're going to LA and then you went there for three months yeah, I went to – oh, you came and visited. Yeah. You were yeah. very sick that trip. Oh, my God, my God. <laughs> Let's talk about what is in the pipeline for 2024 and what we're kind of wanting this year to be and what we want to focus on mm. for C-Clear. Mm-hmm. I've written down the word consistency because I feel like that's probably something that we have been lacking. A hundred percent. In the past probably two years. I feel like we have really consistent periods, mm. but I feel like we don't have – a year long of consistency. No, agree. But that also comes down to that we're not on this full time. We've we're still got our full time businesses. But I would say with 2024, now that my role within MGMT has shifted yeah. quite a lot now to the point where I'm no longer doing talent management myself. I've now got all my talent agents looking after the rosters, mm. looking after the talent. I'm really just overseeing the business now from a strategic level. Mm. So I do feel that 2024 for me within C-Clear will be a lot more consistent yeah. with the business. And I think that that I think that's what I want us to focus a lot more of our t- attention on. So it's not really so much about doing everything really well. It's no, more... It's- consistently always on because I feel like we do something and then we pivot to something else quickly and it's like when we pivot to something else then we can't forget about what we were doing the nine to five yeah it's very Gemini energy doing that where you start one thing then you kind of stop it then you go to the next thing yeah (laughs) that's fucked neither of us either of us Gemini's no as in like rising or any of our moons or shit yeah that's weird that's we need to throw that out (laughs) yeah no I agree consistency for the brand like aesthetically like what we put out there all the time we just need to be saying it consistently also one thing is as you grow as a brand I want to continue to go back to our original message save time look good see clear because Mm -hmm. as we grow we're going to get new consumers that don't necessarily know why and Mm -hmm. just think we're a beauty accessories brand like what's the point about it yeah so I think every point we need to keep saying that too okay 
I think this year will be a big retail distribution year, so we still haven't mm. announced our retail oh, partners, no. but that should be coming in the coming weeks, which are very, very exciting Exciting. to announce. And I think that like, I think that as we announce those, I think more ones will pick up. And I think that that's going to be a focus for us for 2024 is that wholesale retail distribution play. I think as well this year, really focusing on getting the business into a much healthier financial position. Mm. And I think that we started to do that in the back end of 2023 Mm, mm. in like those last like two to three months, we were starting to really cut costs. We were kind of getting rid of those nice to haves that we just couldn't afford at the time. But now that sales are picking up and getting more consistent, we can start to look at, you know, what areas can we reinvest into and make really smart investment mm. decisions. So I would say that would be a way to, to lie. I think as well, like looking at really smart, like marketing plays in terms yeah. of, you know, where can we get those quick wins? What can we have as like always on? Like, do we introduce free shipping on minimum orders? 100%. Do we introduce you know, more like sales offerings or whatever it might be. So I feel like those are areas we need to... 100% because we need our average order value to go up, which will work with our agencies closer on too. Yeah, so I think we also were tossing up like introducing more value-added sets. Mm. So, Mm. you know, which, which products can we kind of sell more as like a set as opposed to always pushing like individual products. But also with Kat and I becoming more invested with our digital agency and having one-on-one time with them, it's really going to help us as well. So we're completely across the business. Yeah. I think we, I think. Which is going to help us financially because then we know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I think as well in 2023, we, we sort of, we had a lot of like consultants at play, which was, which was amazing and helped us get to where we need to get to. However, as a result, we kind of, we weren't involved in as many things that we should have been involved in because we were, I think we were trying to run the business. We were growing too quickly and we were trying to run it as like a big company, but it's not. And that was costing us money and it wasn't making sense. And you know, I, I think as someone who has done a startup, a successful startup, you sometimes just need to let it be a startup. Agree. And let it kind of fall over a bit, let it be chaotic, let it, you know, things can move quicker. Things don't always yeah. have to be planned out. They can't always be planned out. But that's also the beauty of a startup is that you're able to move quick and, and pivot quickly and you don't have to go through like chains of command mm. and all that type of stuff. So I do think in 2024, I think it's loosening up the belt a little bit mm. on that and just letting us play in that space of being a startup because that's where your growth comes from. A hundred percent. It'll also help us to talk to the community quicker as well and then grow because our goals is like to grow the community so if we're like invested in it so much, we can just be a lot quicker and respond and be like a little crazy with them. A little crazy a little with crazy them. with them. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean by the community, doll? So like our social account, like obviously when we're more consistent, we're going to have more of a voice on there. But I think when you can be quicker and pivot with it so much faster, you can have your personality comes out a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, if we can build that relationship with our community on our social channels, whether mm-hmm. that's Instagram or TikTok, that'll definitely convert to a sale because they'll buy into it a lot more. Okay. I understand. I understand. I think this year as well, we want to really grow in the US market. So Mm. we've now got a retail partner over there 
which will be announcing quite soon. What we probably haven't discussed is that I'm actually working on my visa to go spend minimum 12 months over there. If that turns into something longer, Amazing. so be it. So I'll be opening up both MGMT and C-Clear in the US. I'll be based in LA. Looking to, fingers crossed, have that move by April, I would say, pending how everything goes. Morgan will stay in Australia until whenever, she, depending whatever she wants to do with her <laughs> life. But I will be... Slide on over. I will be over there. Yeah. And I'm very excited. It's something that we've been talking about yeah. for a while. I'm ready for the personal change. I It's huge. Yeah, I feel like I've reached my ceiling here with particularly with MGMT and I think with C-Clear just every time we go there and we've represented the brand and we've spoken to key mm. people over there, there's just such a big opportunity for our type of product and our type of brand. And you do have to be there. You have and to physically yeah, be there. Otherwise yeah. they forget about you. 100%. So that's going to be a really big play for us this year, probably more so in the second half of the year yeah. because we'll be able to like start to split inventory to our warehouse in Texas. We'll have the US website up and running, so which exciting. goes hand in hand with that. We'll get the start of like the sporting seasons over there. So like the NFL, NBA in like mm -hmm. September, October this year. We can kind of start fresh with that. It's because we've had a lot of product that would work really well over there yeah. out of stock. Like our crossbody bag, mm -hmm. our purse, other things that we have coming out throughout the year, which we can't announce yet, that would work really well for that for period. That. Yeah. So I actually think the timing's actually on time. No, it's it's great. And things do work out the way they're meant to. It's just obviously it was at a different timeline of what we thought it was going to happen. Totally. But it's so exciting because God knows what the fuck is going to happen. I'm so excited. I'm Yeah. And don't worry, guys, we'll still be recording the podcast. You won't even really notice a change. Yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> at I'll all. be going over there as much as I can and sliding on in her couch. <laughs> <laughs> Another goal for us this year is to grow our direct-to-consumer database. So that's our EDM database mm -hmm. and all of our socials. So particularly Instagram and TikTok. TikTok being probably the bigger one that we want to yeah. continue to grow. Yeah. And I think that all just comes back to consistency. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not about having those like quick viral moments or those quick no. wins. It's the way you build those. And I would say that that's going to be a top priority for both 100%. of us going into 2024 yeah. with those channels. We also want to probably do like more, you know, whether it's giveaways or collaborations with other brands, mm -hmm. seeing how we can work with them and, and, and growing the audiences that way. I think another way of doing that, which... Is going to be good now because we have consistency with like the product coming through is definitely like influencer PR yeah. gifting. I feel like that's something that we started to be more consistent with in the second half yeah. of last year. Again, because we then had inventory to <laughs> send out. <laughs> but even now, like I think that lays on me of because like the PR inventory stays at my parents' house. Mm. So even like, you know, we have like ideas for the week of like, oh, we found this person, we should give to them, blah, blah. Instead of me like... I tend to wait because it's just like I'm busy or I'm just probably being mm. lazy, whatever, making it a priority of like going to my parents' house and sending the product out like when we have the idea. And so I think like that's something as well. I think as well like us talking about how we can make that experience maybe like a more shareable experience yeah. with with that gifting rather than just like sending the case. Like do we put something in it? Do we yeah. make it more like personal do we change like the packaging to branded cart like boxes? 
how do we make that more of like an engaged experience? Mm, so people do share it on social. Yeah, yeah, totally. But it's been really exciting to get the feedback from people over Christmas of like, you know, a lot of people were gifting our product really in like work circumstances or like family members, which was really exciting and getting that feedback from people being like, oh my God, like your product was the one that everyone wanted. Mm, and like, mm. that's just so exciting to hear. I know. I love hearing that feedback when that comes through because we're just as obsessed with it. So when yeah. you hear someone's fighting over it for a Kris Kringle. Love it. <laughs> so good. Love it. Love a fight. <laughs> I think as well this year we are going to be much more consistent with our new product drops. Yeah. So we actually have a new product dropping probably late February, early March, mm -hmm. I would say. Mm -hmm. And then we'll probably, I would want to have our next new product drop like mid-year, hopefully. Mid-year, like hopefully. Like June, or like end yeah, of June. Yeah. That'd be great if we could. Yeah. So I think just us being more consistent with like, getting those like designs done, getting the sampling done, totally. getting the order runs done to really like line up with those yep. key periods of the year. So I think just even being consistent with that type of stuff, mm. that's going to really help with like getting the business in a more financial position because obviously you see a lot more spikes in sales yeah. when you have new product And multiple offering through. as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So they're not just coming for one thing. Yeah. And I wonder if this year, pending how we sell through the tote bags, if we can redesign the oh, tote. Oh, I am dying for a redesign. <laughs> we can't do it yet. I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm ready. And I think the last thing that we would love to fit in for this year is a trip to our factory in China. Mm. It's so important because we can build that relationship. Like our gal Kelly, Kat already <laughs> has a strong texting relationship with Kelly but you know from a business perspective like I didn't even know this I think Kat you were the one that told me that if we were to go visit we can get samples done on the spot make changes on the spot and that mm. just quickens the process up dramatically totally. but also builds your relationship so they know you're not just a you know one of their customers that's firing off emails asking like when's it getting there if yeah. you build that you can make things happen a little bit quicker totally so that probably won't happen until like end of this yeah, year. Yeah, once you settled in yeah. the States. Well, because I, I don't even know where my departure flight will be from. No, I know. But, <laughs> so that will probably be like a second half of the year goal. Yeah, but huge goal. Very exciting. We definitely want to get over there. And yeah, that's pretty much our 2024 like key goals mm. in a round roundabout way. Have I missed anything, Morgan? No. Well, obviously one thing I didn't mention, God forbid, is I didn't say grow our No More Chaos community. Oh, yeah, the podcast. Apologies, guys, who <laughs> listens to this. Because we obviously share like tips and tricks, wins and losses and like learning curves and I just think it would be a good space and do like a few more interviews and like get people mm. from the industry on and share those experiences. Yeah, we slacked off end of last year because we it would things just got too uh, – Yeah, no we way. crawled to the end. Our schedules were not allowing no. for a record. Yeah, <laughs> no. So another word that I'm going to use with consistency is no. What do you mean? I'll like say no to people. Saying no. That's a you problem though. I have no issue saying no. I feel like we, if we did it as a team though, it oh, would be. You want me to say no with you? Yeah. But like that's not my problem. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to make it your problem. <laughs> you know what? You said no to something recently that I was shocked about. I know. Good it was hard. You, I was like, I'm getting in early. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I was proud. Wow. Shocking. <laughs> okay. Good for you. Okay, guys, we are going to now move into our custom segment, which is all about Taylor Swift and her errors <laughs> and just general Taylor Swift. She's been a busy gal she, over the break, hasn't she? She has. 
She went to Travis's game for Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. My God. She's committed. And they kissed on the New Year's. Was that a real video actually? Oh, the New Year's Eve video? Yeah. yeah Did mean, he actually say I love you? Oh, I didn't, I didn't read into it that. Did you look into it? It had the – that's Could what you got me in. Oh, that's what hooked you? That's hooked okay. me. And then I couldn't understand anything that was happening. I was like, did he actually say it or did they just get me in? <laughs> that's funny. Well, yeah. today she's – her team's on a rampage because Why? the New York Times published a 5,000-word essay. It was an opinion piece by one of their journalists that pretty much – like pretty much the piece is trying to say that she's a closeted lesbian – why do they keep doing this? I don't know. Whether and or not she is, it's none of your business. Yeah, I actually am quite shocked that they even in 2024 would have, bring that up. Yeah, have published a piece like that questioning her sexuality. Was the journalist name attached to the article? Yeah, it was like <gasps> by, I think it was like Anna Marks or something. And Taylor's team have gone straight to CNN yes. and have like given their statement on Amazing. just how disrespectful they found the piece. Just disgusting. I think disgusting was used. Fair. Yeah, so they're they're, they're on a rampage today. So they should fair. <laughs> yeah, so she picks up her tour. She's had a two month break, so she picks up her tour again in Japan. I think. Oh my god, amazing! And then when? she comes to Sydney. Did she go to Japan before us? So she's in Japan in February. Yeah, yeah. I'm I think surprised she's you didn't even try get tickets in Japan. Japan. When yeah. the fuck would I go? Don't know. <laughs> so I think she starts in a couple of weeks. Oh my god, say. amazing! Yeah. Guys, we're getting ready for the tour. I'm so excited. Yeah. Like now I'm nervous because I'm like, oh, my God, it's a, it's this year. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing? I don't know. It gives me so much anxiety. Really? Yeah. Stop. Are you going to buy something new? Because I, I know you're not like spending to save. I don't know what era I'm going to go as. Oh, we're going as errors. We, I, I assume you'll go as reputation. Obviously. Yeah. We need to get our friendship <gasps> bracelets made. Yes. We I actually. L to do those. Oh, I forgot to post a photo. What? I was going to post a photo on like the 1st of Jan, fuck I suck, and I was going to like post and write 2024 with a snake emoji. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. You can still do that. Year man. of the snake. Year of the snake. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, she, she should be announcing her reputation, Taylor's version soon. Oh, amazing. Although I don't think she'll do a lead up. I think she'll just drop it. You reckon? Well, it's like how she dropped it the first time. Oh, God, she's cool. There'll be no explanation, just reputation. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'll wear, it's black. She wears black and like a dark yeah. lip. I think I'll be a combo of rep and midnights. Mm, that's on brand. Yeah. I think it'll be a combination. That's exciting. I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm getting very nervous. I can tell. <laughs> very excited. Today we are going to talk about, it's the last album that we haven't spoken about. Yeah. And it's her debut self-titled album called Taylor Swift. So this was her first ever album. What? I just got it. What? <laughs> You're going to think I'm an idiot. What? <laughs> debut. I thought you meant the album was called, called debut. debut. No, no, no. And I was like, was what are you talking about? Debut album. Oh, got yeah. it. And have you heard the theory that she's left Reputation and Taylor Swift titled album as her last two re-records because it's the last two things for her to reclaim are her reputation and her name. <gasps> You're kidding. That's the theory. Holy fuck, that's brilliant. You know I love like a conspiracy or a theory. That's the theory. So she's like the last two things for me to reclaim are my reputation and my name. Oh. 
So I, so her debut album will be the last one because it's like that's the last thing for me to claim back is my name. That is such a fuck you <laughs> to them. That is wild. Is it her or her team that's this smart? I don't know. Whoever it is, we need them on Seekly's payroll. Yeah, who knows? Jesus. Yeah. But the Swifties started to figure that out, I think. They're, they're fucking smart. I think we've, we've started to figure it out like when we saw. Dead that you just said we. Yeah. <laughs> I think we figured it out in the Bejeweled film clip because she had in the Bejeweled film clip, she, the elevator that she comes up in, mm. the elevator buttons mm. were all in different colours and we worked out they were in the colour order of the re-record releases. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she does not sleep. You or Taylor. Fuck, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's that. So this album was her first album. So she signed her record deal in 2005 with Big Machine Records at the age of 15. This was like this was like OG Taylor. This is like. Is this the ringlet-y ring, Like tight ringlets, cowboy boots. Very high school, like she's a teenager, obviously. So Is that love song or something? No, love story was fearless. Oh, so Taylor Swift album. So majority of the songs were about her freshman year at high school. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are like you know teenage romance, angst, like Good. that type of stuff. Exactly what we live for. It's a very country, like it's country, like. Her voice in that album, if you listen to the original, which I think you will. I will because I've, I've never listened yeah, to Yeah, so listen to the original this week. It's a very country. You'll hear her twang. Really? So, like, now you can't really hear her country twang. It's very, you know, she lives in New York now and yes. she, like, talks properly and not properly, but, like, you know, has lost yeah. her accent. And that album, it's like the twang is so sharp. Yeah. Okay. Love and her this. voice sounds very young. And even if like you look up her like film clips from mm. those songs, you'll die. Like you need to look at them. I will. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll have a little judgy moment. So yeah. So a lot of those songs are either about her own teenage romances, like mm. her boyfriends at the time, or she, I think she made a she made a comment or like a, when she did an interview about this album, she's like, I know this album sounds like I've had like five hundred boyfriends, but she's like. A lot of these songs are also about this was like the age where I wasn't really like included in like friendship groups. And so she's like I became like very observant. So she's like I just observed a lot of like relationships around me or like I would listen to like other groups talk about their relationships. And so she's like I wrote a lot of these songs about those experiences. So they're not necessarily about her own relationships but they're like about the ones around her. So it's a very like – Teenage. Even the fact she could do this at 15 yeah. is insane. Yeah, so, so she wrote a lot of these were written in her freshman year. It's country album, as I said, notable songs, Teardrops on My Guitar. Mm. How Our, do I know that? I don't know if you know that song. Okay, sorry. Our song, Pitch It a Burn, Tim McGraw, Should Have Said No. Oh, Should Have yeah. Said No. Yeah, it's about a guy who cheated on her <gasps> or her friend, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I think I like the sound of the last one. Okay. <laughs> Already <laughs> thrilled. So those are notable songs. You could probably get away with that album just listening to those core songs. Okay. But okay. give it a listen all the way through. Okay. Really get the experience. Okay. She actually doesn't include that album on the Errors tour. Why? I don't, we actually don't know why. We don't know. Yeah. (laughs) You're so funny. The Swifties. We we actually don't know why it's not included. Do you think it's maybe just too far gone from who she is now? 
Did she, Maybe. Did she write all these by herself or were they co-written? Or They were either written by herself or co-written. Okay. So she's written all of them, but yeah, some of still, them were co-written. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why she doesn't include. She includes a lot of these in like her acoustic set, like the surprise song set, mm. but she doesn't. It's not an error. Weird. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why she. Yeah, th- this. There's a the, reason. The for debut sure. album and Speak Now really aren't like heavily included in the Errors tour. That's bizarre. Yeah, maybe she's just like, oh. I'll Surely be- someone's found some conspiracy about this. <laughs> I don't know. Google it. I don't know. Maybe she's just like, oh, it's my teenage years. Like, I don't really want to. I'm a bit cr- Maybe she finds it cringe. cringe. I yeah. would. Imagine us at 15 and reading our <laughs> bloody burn books or something. You'd be mortified. Yeah, maybe she finds it cringe. I Yeah, I would. Who knows? Oh, my anyway. God. Okay, interesting. That's that. Excited. Guys, no community questions this week because, honestly, we've we just barely made it in today. <laughs> Kat. <laughs> I was excited. I was ready to get back. I'm so tired. Yeah, we'll go home, go have a sleep. Yep. Don't do any emails. I need to set up my new starter. I got a new employee starting tomorrow. Okay. Can you not just do that in the morning? Get that together, you know? Okay. Because this is like the last night and then we're fucking. I mean, you are. I have balance. I don't know what you do. I have none. Okay. That's your problem. Second word, balance. (laughs) All right. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Sorry if it was a bit chaotic. We're a bit out of it. But promise moving forward, they will be great. Gorgeous. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.